Welcome to Strap On Your Boots. I'm your host, Jason Sherman. In today's episode, I have with me an entrepreneur and author, Arnaud Henville Wedholm. Welcome to the show, my friend. Well, thank you, Jason. I'm uh, super excited to be with you. Yeah, and and, yeah. and we're definitely going to be having some fun today uh, in a in a potentially negative way because we're talking about <laughs> how to seek and embrace failure in your startup and you know in a world where everyone is constantly being pushed in the news and media for their successes we don't really see what happens behind the scenes what kind of failures they had leading up to those successes so we're going to obviously talk about a startup that you also ran uh tell me a little bit about uh, the social network that you that you kind of built to try to combat the big evil Facebook. Yeah, exactly. So that's um, that's what we we aimed at doing. I mean, disrupting, displacing Facebook by coming up with a, a social network that would be more engaging in that sense of actually having people do things in the real world as opposed to just you know pressing a like button from their sofa. And so the whole idea was to engaging via uh, uh, mechanics of challenge. So we would challenge people to do X, Y, Z, you know, start running if they want to run or whatever, grow a beard or, or learn Chinese or whatnot. And the idea was really to bring back people into doing something that they, you know, intimately wanted to do and become the, the best versions of, of themselves. So that was the idea. So it sounds kind of like a little bit like meetup.com where you would find people that were like you that wanted to do the same things you wanted to do. And it was more activity based, challenge based, kind of basically helping each other be better person. Uh, whereas Facebook, it's all about uh, your ego and showing off your life. And in a lot of ways, uh, there's a lot of misinformation and um, bad news going around. So did you guys have some sort of learning curve when it came to figuring out what your target audience was looking for out of a social network? Yeah, so that was quite a quite a journey in itself. I mean, we we come we we came back from I mean we came from a behavioral background, so we were doing change management, like okay, helping large organizations to change uh, internally, typically um, cascading large you know strategic initiatives. So we we would have in our work prior to launching the social network, we would have to help uh, employees um, you know develop the skills and also the behaviors. To, to help the strategy being implemented. And so the assumption was that, you know, everybody wants to be a better, a better themselves. Well, in theory, they, they do. But when it comes to practicing it, you know, when it comes to implementing it, it's very hard to move, you know, from point A to point B. And, and you see that every 1st of January. Uh, everyone signs up for the gym. And then after the, the right. march no one goes anymore. <laughs> Exactly. Everyone falls off the uh, the proverbial New Year's resolution cliff of death. So you were doing B2C business to consumer, which means you were trying to help organizations and their employees. And you ran this for six years. You pivoted a couple of times. And during this journey, when did you finally realize that you had, quote unquote, failed? When did you embrace that failure? And how did you seek that failure out to kind of move on to the next step? Yeah, that's a that's a brilliant question. I mean, it, it, it takes a lot of time. You know, there's this this one liner like you have to fail fast, fail forward uh, and so on. Um, I've learned that actually you don't want to fail fast. You want to fail slow. You want to you want to really tweak the thing in all possible direction to make sure that at the end of it, you've really tried everything you could do to make that work. And then when when you do that, then you have nothing to 
you know, to be, uh, uh, you know, feeling bad about. Um, so we, we ran that the whole thing. We raised the money. I mean, we did the typical uh, startup journey, several rounds, et cetera. Uh, but eventually, after six and a half years, we realized that, well, yeah, this is not working. We're trying, we've tried everything. We've got the team and so forth. But this is not working. It's time to, it's time to give up. Um, so, you know, there's um, I, very much like uh, Tony Robbins, uh, who says, like, well, if you had tried everything, you would be, uh, you would be rich, you would be profitable, <laughs> right? <laughs> which, uh, which is the case. I mean, if you had tried everything, you can always do some more. You can always, right. like, lower your expenses, you know, move to a smaller apartment. You can't dump your, your, your kids, though. So, I mean, the, the limitation is based on everything that is around you and not necessarily just your own motivation and your own, you know, greed and, and, and vision. So anyway, long story short, we said, well, that's enough. We, we've tried everything. Let's, let's move on. Right. So you, you found the failure, you, you supposedly embraced it. Take me through for entrepreneurs that are listening to this, or if they're watching, uh, what it takes to embrace failure, what it takes to seek failure, because most people are not. They're looking, they're seeking out success. They're trying to figure out how to make this thing work, how they can be profitable, how they can get customers, how they can get traction and revenue. That's what they're seeking. They're not seeking failure. So how, how do you do that? How do you change your mindset to try to break your process, break your business and, and fail? Like, what do you do? How do you do that? Yeah, no, it's a, it's a tricky one because obviously when you launch your, your thing, you're driven, you're, you have this goal that you want to achieve. And so yeah, that's, what you, that's what you pursue. Um, turns out that, you know, from the moment you're, you're born, pretty much, um, you are experimenting. I mean, basically anything you do is, is trying. And when you start walking, you fall and then you, you get up again and you, you, you fall again and you've got the, 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 the forehead that is totally bruised. And that's okay. You keep going. Um, whereas somehow the moment you, you raise money, you kind of slave to that money that, that you've, that you've raised and, and you found yourself hesitant to maybe run some experiment or try things that you haven't done or that, are, you know, seems unconventional and slowly, but surely you play safe. So I've found that, you know, having done the, 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 the whole journey that it's much better to keep ex- experimenting and, you know, convince your 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 shareholders that well this is where we come from and we have no blueprint i mean as a startup you have nothing to go on on on, on until you get traction so until you get actual traction and, and uh, confirmation from the market that what you are doing is actually uh taking you know getting speed well you haven't got much so just go out there try different things and as i said you know try you know fail slow until hopefully uh, you get the traction that you deserve. Yeah, and essentially, it sounds like you're saying a lot of the things that I've mentioned in my podcast, my book, my course, where it's mitigate the risk for the investors by trying as many things as you can. And, you know, again, failing as many times as you can to find that one thing that does work so that you can now start throwing the money onto that and saying, look, we made this work. Now your risk is 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 lowered tremendously because we've already figured out what doesn't work 17 times and the 18th time it worked. So it sounds like you're almost telling people to continue to do small iterations and you know pivots, whatever they have to do to figure out what does not work so they can find the one thing that does work. Now, right. how do you, without without giving me the obvious answer as like, you know, oh, well, you made revenue or you earned traction. How do you figure out, because these are entrepreneurs that are listening right now, they, they might not understand 
how to succeed because you're talking about raising several rounds of funding. Most entrepreneurs, as you might know, never raise even one round of funding. So we're talking about entrepreneurs who are trying to figure out how they, how they found that thing that worked. How do you figure out the thing that worked? When do you realize it? Yeah, that's really tricky. And, and that I cover in the book. Um, you know, there's this thing I call the illusion of traction. On paper, it looks like, you know, you have a few dots and it may look like a, a start of a trend, but it's not. It's just, just a few dots. And so it's very easy to be blinded by, by this and believe that you are, you're, you're having traction and throwing yourself into this up until you realize like, oops, didn't work. It wasn't, it wasn't the thing. So as long as you keep your head, uh, you know, uh, clear and you are, you are conscious of this, I think you, you set yourself for, for higher, higher success, not believing too early that this thing that you are potentially seeing is actually the, the thing. So keeping an open mind on what could be happening, because it's so easy to be believing that, oh, yeah, this is it. And we've seen it so many times, and I guess every entrepreneur uh, sees it. So, yeah, I cover all of that in my book, um, How Hard Can It Be? How hard can it be for sure, man? And, uh, you know, it's it's one thing to say that you succeeded in your startup, but it's a tough thing to say, especially after six years, that you failed in your startup. So how do you embrace that? What's the next step after you, quote unquote, fail? Like, how do you move on? Yeah. So, you know, as, a, as we failed, and again, we failed to live up to the expectations that we had uh, set to ourselves. So as you, as you mentioned, we did raise money. We did land some massive customers. We did, you know, amazing things. So on paper, you could still argue that this is some sort of a success. We did sell the platform uh, and so forth. We didn't make zillions. So in that sense, we failed. Um, but, you know, looking back, I was wondering, where did it go wrong? What happened? Why? Why did I not become the next Zuckerberg? Um, and I, and I, I started looking at the content that we have out there and the, um, you know, the books uh, that, that we are uh, shown and, and realized that, hey, it's just all about success. So basically, this image that we're given or the, the stuff that we are being sold to is this image of, you know, if you try a little bit, if you work this side hustle from six to seven, uh, maybe uh, no, potentially you'll be a zillionaire if you, if you buy this guide and if you come to the course. Um, and so I thought that this is off. We need to give people, entrepreneurs who want to, to try or who, who are struggling as we speak, wondering whether they're actually getting traction, like the real view of what it is, like literally strap on your boots and sit, sit, in, sit with me for a little while and understand what it means to be an entrepreneur. And so I decided, in spite of having failed, to really... Um, be, um, uh, you know, truthful and, and really honest about the journey itself, what it means, how you get to struggle for so many years, and yet perhaps it doesn't even pan out. And, and perhaps that's okay. You know, at the end of the day, we all know this, this uh, very nice sentence that it's, it's never about the destination and the prize and the medal and the money. It's really about the journey and who you become as you experience life. So I've become really a firm believer of Maybe it wasn't my turn to bend the universe. Maybe it's okay. You know, let's move on and do something else. So true, man. And, you know, I would love to see all the gurus out there um, pushing their books and their courses on how to succeed as a side hustle. If they could give truth and honesty 
in their stuff because they do not. And as you know, most of them are saying you can be a zillionaire too if you just do these things, but they're not replicable, right? They're not replicable. You can't duplicate what they do. And that's the, that's the sad truth. Uh, unfortunately, people get kind of swindled, right? So you're telling the truth of your story. I'm telling the truth of my story, my book. And that's really what people need to hear is that even if you don't succeed, Try, try again, right? It's another saying, right? And and you learned a lot. You learned a lot from your experience that you raised money, right? You had these customers. You had traction. You may not have sold for billions of dollars, but you did succeed, right? So it's it's looked at as a failure from a lot of people because you're not the next Mark Zuckerberg. But, you know, I'd say kudos to that. Uh, I'd say that, you know, you, you learned from your mistakes. Now, if you go into your next startup, if you decide to go into another startup, you have so much experience. So how do you curate and, and take that experience and package it in a way that your next idea, and this, this is for any entrepreneur out there, is a much higher chance of success? Like what do you, what's the strategy there? Yeah, so I've, I've, I've deployed the strategy actually. Uh, so today I I'm, uh, haven't started a new, a new startup. I'm actually employed in a startup, but I think uh, authenticity has been the key. I went to, you know, the interview saying that, hey, I've failed and this is what I've learned. And that's why I got the job because I had so much to show for. And I came with, you know, real uh, authenticity of what has happened. And as a result, I got a lot of trust up front and could um, could demonstrate that, yeah, you know, I, I know I, I walked the walk and, and took the talk. Uh, so I think, you know, that that's the key being being genuine with yourself being honest and and going in with you know disclosing everything you know because and again you feel better about it and uh it's much better for everybody so uh that would be for me the uh, uh embracing it i mean uh, really disclosing it i love it man so being honest truthful with yourself finding out who you are along the journey and being authentic to people around you is the way to go. I love it, man. Arnaud, thanks so much. Where can people find out more about your book and more about what you do? Yeah, well, thank you, Jason. Uh, so the book you can uh, grab anywhere and everywhere, uh, Amazon and uh, Barnes & Noble, uh, really any platform out there, even Walmart. Uh, it's called How Hard Can It Be? And it's uh, there's a subtitle, uh, Startup Lessons from Trying and Failing to Take Down Facebook. Um, the cover is a, is a beautiful you know, all tech entrepreneurs, they're all about the unicorn. So mine has a broken horn and it's a broken unicorn. And I, I want people to understand that we are all broken unicorns until we're not. So Love thanks. It. Thanks, Jason. This was great, man. Thanks again. I appreciate it. And I uh, hope everyone enjoyed this episode. And as always, we will see you in next week's episode. Hope you enjoyed the episode. If you learned something today, Please support this podcast by subscribing to it, sharing it with your friends, and leaving a five-star review. You can learn more about me at jasonsherman.org, where you'll find information about my book, also called Strap on Your Boots, available on Amazon, as well as my course called Startup Essentials on Udemy or Skillshare. I'll see you at next week's episode.